Praise the Lord. Welcome into another Sower of Seeds podcast. I'm your host, Ted Johnson, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our kind and gracious, loving Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, Lord, for this day, and I thank you, Lord, for all your wonderful gifts and blessings that you have given us, dear God. Lord, I thank you for life, and I thank you for health, dear God. And Lord, I thank you, God, for just being with us and keeping us safe, dear Lord, and just using us for your glory. Now, God, I pray, Lord, that you would just take my take my mind and touch it, dear God, and touch my lips, dear God, and just speak the words that you would have me to speak, dear God, that, Lord, that someone may be uplifted in some way. And God, I just thank you and I praise you for everything. For it's in Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, we are going to be in Deuteronomy. Uh, we are uh, talking about Moses. Uh, uh, Moses. He is recounting all the 40 years that they were in the desert and all the different things that happened to them. And uh, he, is, he was telling about uh, all the battles. We're getting into where he's telling about all the battles that they had and uh, how that they had overturned uh how they went against Og of Basan and had uh, taken taken their land away from them and had uh, gotten had killed everyone and um, you know and as I was reading about this and and studying about this the Lord had uh, reminded me about how that uh, we need to get rid of our those things that are really bothering us. We need to turn those things over to the Lord and just let the Lord handle everything. And, you know, when the children of Israel, when they were following the Lord and, and they were doing what the Lord were telling them to do, they were prospering. And they, they had taken over a lot of land because the Lord had told them not to be afraid to go up against these armies that he he had gave, he was going to give these armies and their land and all their possession he was going to give this to them so they went up uh against these armies and they went up uh, against confidence and he went up with uh against them with boldness and you know that's the way that we need to go up against satan we need to go up against him with confidence and we need to go up against him with boldness because the Lord has everything under control, and when He tells us that we are uh, that He has got everything under control, and we don't need to worry, and we don't need to fear, and and we don't need to be concerned about uh, things that's going on around us. That's what we need to do, because He He is the one that has should have our life in His hands, and He's directing our lives. And Satan, when these things happen, Satan is going to come against you. And, you know, it seems like that every time that uh, myself and some others that I know of, every time that we uh, get to the point to where that God is blessing us and God is using us, Satan starts coming against us. And it's the same, it's the same with everything. It's the same with my, my teaching in Sunday school, and it's the same with my podcast. And... But you know the thing about it is, is, is God has still got everything under control. We might, we might have hit a bump in the road, and we might have hit a roadblock, but when we we stop 
and we turn everything over to the Lord, the Lord will show us just exactly what we need to do to get rid of that bump in the road, to get rid of that uh, roadblock, and to continue forward. And this is what the children of Israel are doing. They're, they're, they're moving forward. They're moving forward slowly, but they're moving forward. And they have got all this land now uh, on the east side of Jordan. That's, they, they haven't went over Jordan into the promised land. And the and Lord has given them all this land now. So now then, Moses is going to distribute this land uh, to the uh, tribe of Reuben and the tribe of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh. And he's going to put this land up, and he's going to tell them just exactly uh, where, the land, where their land is going to be from. He's going to set boundaries. And, you know, and we know as Christians that there's boundaries in our life that the Lord has has set for us there's boundaries that uh the lord has put up that we need to follow because the, you know we we can't do just anything and everything that we think we want to uh you know because there's a lot of things in life that we used to do the closer we get to god uh those things are not going to be acceptable anymore there's a lot of things when I first started out as a Christian that I done, excuse me, that I found out now is not acceptable. So I can't do those anymore. And, you know, this is why the Lord has boundaries. And these boundaries are set up in, in his word. And we have to take time to sit down and to read this, uh, read his word and find out just exactly what it is that, uh, our boundaries are and how far that we can go and our boundaries will change as we get closer to the Lord and we and we seek God more our boundaries are going to change there's there's things in our life like I said that we we have done we don't think much about it that we're going to we're going to find out that we can't do those things anymore and this this the children of Israel is, is getting their boundaries set up to where that they are uh, living, they are doing the things that the Lord wants them to do, and they are living within the confine that the Lord wants them to live within. And that's where we need to be. We need to be living within the the uh, confines of the Lord. We need to be living within uh, His rules, and we need to be following His rules and not man's rules, and we need to, to take the time to sit down and read God's Word and find out just exactly what those rules are. Because, you know, it's every child of God's... Uh, I can't think of the word right now, but we all want to go to heaven. All, all children of God, we all, well, everybody wants to go to heaven. But there's only one way that we're going to get there, and that's through and by Jesus. We've got to accept him. We've got to accept that he died upon the cross. We've got to accept and believe that he rose again on the third day. And we've got to believe that he is sitting at the right hand of the Father and he's making intercession for you and I, and we have to follow him. It's not just enough that we, we believe him, uh, that he was crucified and believe, and believe that he rose. It's not enough. We have to follow 
his rules. We have to do just exactly what the Lord has written down in his word if we're going to make it to heaven. We can't make it there any other way. Uh, you know, we can't ask God to forgive us of our sins and then go right back out and live the same way that we were living and expect to go to heaven. It's not going to happen. We, we have to become a different person. We have to put off the old man, and we have to put on a new man, a different man, a completely different man. He has different wants. He has different uh, uh, goals in his life. There's, there's Everything about him is different. That's what we need to be. We cannot be living for the world and expect to go to heaven. It's not going to happen. And I don't care who tells you that it will. It's not going to happen. Read, read and study God's word for yourself. And it will tell you just exactly what you need to know to make it to heaven. And the Bible says, you know, that there's, there's many ways that uh, there's, there's all kinds of different people that are telling you different ways that, uh, that you're going to make it to heaven. But and if you are going to make it to heaven, you've got to go through and buy Jesus Christ. And uh, John ten seven through eleven, it said, "Then said Jesus unto them, to again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door." By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they, may, that they may, might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. This, this is the only way we're going to make it in, is through and by Jesus Christ. You know, we, there is so many different uh, teachings about how that uh, you're going to get to heaven, how you can get to heaven. There's so many cults and, and preachers and teachers and, and um, uh, all these different uh, gods that are out there that saying that this is the only way that you're going to make it to heaven. Well, I have it on good authority that the only way that you're going to make it to heaven is to follow Jesus and to do his will. And it's not nothing that I can do. All my goodness that I'll ever do in my life is not, it will not get me even a glimpse inside of heaven. It won't get me a glimpse inside of heaven. But... When I give myself completely to the Lord and I ask him to come into my life and to live in my life and to to direct my life and I give everything to him, then I have a good I am on my way to heaven and that's where I'm going to go to stay. Man's rebellion against God and it cannot be in the in the Lord's holy presence. With sin, you cannot be in presence of God if you got sin, and the Lord if you have sin in your life of any kind, and therefore you're not going to go to heaven on your own merits. God sent His Son to die upon the cross so that we may have life 
and we may have it more abundantly, that we may be saved, that we may uh, enjoy the, the goodness of the Lord and his presence and his blessings and uh, share it with others. And eventually when we leave this world, we will go to live with him. But we have to live for him. We, we can't just ask God to forgive us and then expect and just go out and live any way we want to. We have to become a, a totally different person. We have to come out from among the world. We have to be a separated people. We have to be different. We have to be uh, peculiar. And, you know, if that's the only way that we're going to make it in. And these children of, of Israel... Uh, you know, many, many, many times did the Lord have to remind them about uh, the laws that they uh, should be living under. Many times did he, he remind them that he's the one that is in charge. Many times did Moses, he had to go over uh, the laws and, and the uh, commandments that God had set down to him. And here again, he... Moses has set them down, and he has he is going through their whole life for the next, for the last forty years, recounting everything, and letting them know that the Lord has been with them every step of the way, and He's going to continue to be with them, and if they want the Lord to lead them and to uh, bless them and and take them into this land and give them this land that He has promised them. Uh, then they're going to have to follow him and they're going to have to do just exactly what he says. And if you want to get to that one place in your life for that you are just, the Lord is blessing you each and every way that you turn, you are going to have to follow Jesus and you're going to have to do his will exactly the way that he tells you to do it. You can't cut any corners. And you can't say, well, this is a better way. I think we ought to do it this way. No, you're going to have to do it exactly the way that you're, the way the Bible says if you're going to make it into heaven. And there's going to be a lot of battles. There's going to be a lot of heartaches. And there's going to be a lot of struggles and strife. This, this is a given. You know, that's, that's the one thing about it is Jesus never hid nothing from us. And he lets us know all through his word from the from the different apostles and, and disciples. He lets us know that there's, there's going to be struggles and, and heartaches and there's going to be things that's going to come against us. And it's not going to be an easy uh, route, that we're, a journey that we're taking. But he said, I'll be with you. I'll be with you. And there's always everything that comes against us. There's, there is a route of escape. The Lord has already put in contingencies that in, when things come against us, all that we have to do is turn to him and trust him and find out just exactly what we need to do to get through these things or get out of these things that we're going through. But know this. Each one of those heartaches that comes against you, each one of those struggles that comes against you, each one of those things that comes against you in this life, in your Christian life, every one of those things that comes against you, you're not going through it by yourself. 
because Jesus is right there beside of you. He's going through it with you. See, he knows he's done been there. He knows exactly what what to do. He knows exactly how it feels. He knows exactly uh, what to do in that situation. So we need to lean on him and follow him, and he will show us the, the perfect route to go to get out of the situation that we are in. And now then he's... He's taking them over here, and now he's going to show, set boundaries for the land. And he's also telling them, he said, now remember, he said, all of you that are able to go to war, you're going to have to go to war with these people. You're going to have to go over, and you're going to have to help them fight, and you're going to have to help them take their, their land. We helped you take your land. Now you got to go over, and you got to help us take our land. It might be three days. It might be three years. Who knows? But however how long it takes, God is protecting all your children and all your, your cattle and your, your women and your wives and all uh, daughters and sons and all that. God is protecting those. He's looking after those. And he's also looking after us. So we need to go over there and we need to fight to get into this this place to where that we will be uh, in the center of God's will, that, uh, that one place where that the Lord can bless us and use us in a great and a mighty way. And, you know, we, we, have, to, we have to fight battles about every day in our life. Uh, something that comes up, you know, some of us have battles that um, we'll call them reoccurring battles, that we have to battle the same thing over and over and over. And, you know, it, it gets to the point to where that it, it, really, it really gets aggravating because, see, Satan, Satan is on his job, and he knows exactly what, how to get to you and how to uh, get you to falter and how to get you to... Um, second-guess your uh, salvation and second-guess your calling and all this. He knows just exactly how to get to you and to uh, make you second-guess yourself. And this is his job. And as long as we hold on to the Lord, yeah, we're going, we're going to go through these things, and we're going to fight these things possibly every day of our life, especially when the Lord has got a special calling on your life. You're going to fight these things every day. Listen, I, I, fight, them, I fight them often. I, I'll question myself and I'll question exactly uh, what I said just as soon as I shut this podcast down and I get it published and everything. He will come to me and I will start second-guessing myself. And I will start second-guessing the message that I, I, that I brought forth. And I will start... Uh, wondering if I really am doing what the Lord wants me to do. But then I remember that all the different things that Lord has done for me up to this point, and a lot of times I will I will question myself, and then I will go to church, and one of the pastors or somebody will, will get up in church, and they will speak along the same lines of what I'm thinking. 
they will be teaching on the, on about the same lines as, as what I was taught, was teaching on, and that I have started second-guessing myself. Then I'll know that I done just exactly what I should do. I said just exactly what the Lord wanted me to say. <coughs> you know, I, <coughs> I wished I knew uh, a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot more. I wished I had a lot more vocabulary, and and uh, and I always pray, Lord, I need more. I need more of Your Word. I want to learn more of Your Word. I want to. I want to know its deepest, darkest secrets. And and sometimes I feel very inadequate uh, about my teaching, but you know, this is who I am. The Lord picked me. This is this is what I am. And he picked me because I'm me. And he picked me because I am willing to do this, even though my words don't come out just exactly right sometimes, and I I lose words and my thoughts don't come out. I can't get my thoughts from my head to my mouth sometimes. But God chose me because he wanted me to do this. God chose you because you were unique. God chose you because... He can use you. God chose you because you are willing, whether you want to admit it or not, but you are willing to do what he wants you to do. And God will not choose you if to do a job that you cannot do. He, he, will, he will call you. you. You may think you can't do it. You know, I've argued, oh, I've argued with the Lord so many times about uh, preaching and teaching and, and doing this podcast. I have, I have argued with him so many. You have got to be kidding me. There is no possible way that I can do this, Lord. But he knew more about me than I knew myself. See, God, God knows more about you than you know about yourself. It doesn't matter what he is wanting you to do, trust me, you can do it. You're going to have to rely on God a whole lot. You're going to have to follow the Lord, and you're going to have to to learn to let him work through you instead of you doing it yourself. And, you know, that is that is where it comes down to surrendering your mind, surrendering your tongue, surrendering your time, uh, surrendering a lot of things to the Lord so that you may do the job that the Lord has set in front of you. And then after you get to doing that job, you're going to find you're going to figure out that you would like to have more time to to do that job and you're going to have, like to have a lot more time to prepare for that job and and the the job that you have where you make your money with it's going to get in the way of you doing the job for the Lord. Or it feels like it does. But, you know, there's all, God always makes a way. And he will, he will use you in any way that he can. And trust me, if he calls you to do a job, you can do it. Because the Lord will not call you to do something that you absolutely cannot do. He will not do that. But if he, if he calls you, he will qualify you. He will teach you how to do that job the right way. And, you know, like I said, 
of all the things that I would that I would ever thought that I would do for the Lord, speaking is one of the ones that I would have that I would not have done. If I had chose the work for the Lord, if I was able to choose the work that I want to do for the Lord, it would not have been speaking, especially standing up in front of people and speaking. That would not have been my job. But that's exactly what the Lord wanted me to do. Moses, you know, he tried his best to get out of leading the children of Israel out of Egypt. He he uh, he made every excuse that he could think of, and finally, um, the Lord got angry with him. And I'm sure that the Lord had gotten angry with me a lot of times over my my uh, not wanting to do what He wants me wants me to do, uh, and running from Him. I know He got angry with me, but He still made a way for Moses to do what He wanted him to do. He will make a way for you to do whatever he has set aside for you to do. And you can do it. I guarantee you, you can do it. Uh, because if the Lord calls you, you're able to do it. Because, like I said, he will not call you to do something that you absolutely cannot do. It will take you some time to get to the point to where that you feel comfortable doing it. But, Always remember that the Lord's right there with you. He's feeling just exactly the same thing that you're feeling. So, uh, you know, just trust in him, follow him, and everything will work out. It always has with me. Even though that I told him that there is no possible way that I can become a preacher, there is no possible way that I, I become a teacher and stand up in front of people and and speak there's no possible way that i can ever get this program together and and do a podcast i there's no way lord you've got to be kidding but yet here i am so you know if i can do it if i can do all the things that the lord has set in front of me to do so can you but remember moses got in trouble he disobeyed the lord the Lord told him to, the last time that he went to the rock and to get water out of the rock, the Lord told him to speak to the rock. And uh, the people murmuring and, and getting on him and everything, it, it got more than he can handle, and instead of speaking to the rock, he smote the rock. And uh, the Lord told him, he said, you, you're not going to make it in to the promised land. Yeah, we, we can we can cheat ourselves out of a lot of blessings by uh, disobeying God, by complaining, by telling, by making excuses and telling Him that there's no way that we can do what He has called us to do. Yeah, we can cheat ourselves out of blessings. And but the thing about it is, is He still loves us, and we're eventually going to have to do exactly what he called us to do in the first place so you know i'm i'm trying to to let you know and and um get you out of a lot of heartaches and a lot of a lot of hard times by telling you when the lord calls you to do something go ahead and give in and do it 
and not run because I tell you what, when you're running from the Lord, it is really no fun. And you can't hide from him and you can't outrun him. So, you know, eventually I had to give up and say, okay, Lord, here I am. Use me. I'm going to need a lot of help, but here I am. Use me. Show me what it is that you want me to do and help me to do it. And then, <laughs> and and do it the way that the Lord wants you to do. Remember, please remember that you've got to crawl before you can walk, and you've got to walk before you can run. So, you know, take it easy. Don't, if the Lord is calling you to minister and uh, teaching or preaching, don't expect to get up there and and just be really on fire and just uh, preach the preach the house down or or teach like somebody that's uh, studied all their life on the Bible. Uh, remember, start out slow and work your way up. It is it is a journey. It is a journey. It is a wonderful journey. And you will find out that once you get over the uh, the initial shock of doing it and, and the Lord wanting you to do it and you get to the point to where that you are leaning on Jesus and you are depending on him and you're studying your word and you're doing everything that you can, you're going to find out that Jesus is going to be right there with you and he's going to be doing what he can to help you and to show you what you need to do to do the job. And he will bless you. He will bless you in a great and a mighty way. And, you know, he has blessed me in, in a lot of things. And I look forward to doing this. I don't know. And I listen. If God calls you calls you to preach or teach either one, uh, you know, don't expect to have a message all written out and, and ready every time that you go to teach or every time that you go to preach because it ain't going to happen. And don't, and, you know, I learned a long time ago. I used to make uh, notes and everything. And, I, you know, I still make notes every now and then, and, and half the time I don't follow them uh, because you don't never know exactly which way the Lord is going to lead you when you do start. And most of the time I ask God, I said, God, just give me a place to start. Give me some scripture and, and give me uh, some opening lines, and I'll be happy. Well, you know, a lot of times I don't even get that. And this is where we need to be studying, and this is where we need to be reading the Word, and we need to be uh, prayed up and everything so that, uh, you know, when we, when we get ready to minister, whether it's teaching or preaching, and we ain't got a clue of, of scripture or nothing whatsoever. Just know that the Lord's got it covered. All you have to do is just stand there and talk. He'll take care of the rest of it. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of times uh, my wife asked me every once in a while, I said, what are we, what are we, where are we going to be teaching on tonight? I said, <laughs> have no idea. He said, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to open up and I'm going to have prayer and the Lord's going to move from there. That's the best I can do. And that's what happens sometimes. And sometimes I can have uh, the whole message 
uh, planned out, all my scripture written out, and and my notes written out of everything I want to talk on. And I sometimes I might get to read the scripture, and most of the times I don't. And God takes me a completely different way on a completely different subject. But this is where we need to be in tune with the Lord to follow him and to know exactly what it is that he wants from us. See, like tonight, you know, I've, I've studied and I've got two different messages or um, that I wanted, that the Lord may want me to teach on. And really, uh, I've touched on both of them a little bit and neither one of them a whole lot. But the Lord has got everything under control, and he knows, he knows what everybody needs, and he knows what everybody needs to hear. So we've got, we've got to be uh, in tune with the Lord so that we might minister to those needs of others. Um, and a lot of times I think that a lot of, a lot of the messages I bring forth, I had, there are a lot of them are for me, and, uh, and I always pray, Lord, let someone else. I received something from this too because you know that's what it's about it's about helping others and it's about uh, loving our neighbors and worrying about them and being concerned about them you know and we we as children of God we have lost that love for our neighbor we have lost that uh love for other people we we have got to the point children of god that it we're uh, all we care about is our four no more and we we really couldn't care less what it what happens to other people but you know we need to get back to those old pastors those times where that uh, we spend all night in prayer because uh sister so-and-so's got a problem and and the lord really needs to move on it do you remember when daniel uh when they made the decree that nobody should ask anything uh, other than from the king or should, nobody should pray or do anything other than the king, he still went up into his room and he opened his window toward Jerusalem and he prayed three times a day even though they made that decree. And they went and, they went and took him before the king and, and the king was very sorrowful because he, he loved Daniel. And they, hey, you had to throw him in the lion's den. But what did the king do? He went into his room and he shut his room up and let everybody know that he was not supposed to get be disturbed all night long. And he went down in sackcloth and ashes and and he uh, he prayed to the Lord that the Lord would um, would uh, help his brother Daniel that he would uh, help him to survive and let him be all right in that lion's den and. You know, that's what we need to do is we need to get that back to that, that point to where we don't care to spend all night in prayer for a brother and sister because they have a problem. Uh, so maybe it might be sickness or a uh, financial problem or whatever. You know, we need to get back to that point to where that we want to spend all night in prayer for that person just because that they need it push our plates back a little little every once in a while do some fasting for things that we want from god we 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 right now as children of god have got to the point to where that we all we think about is what god can give us and we can't understand why that the lord is not giving it to us you know the children of israel 
they were going across the desert. God was meeting their needs, but yet they always wanted more. They they wanted something more. They they could not be happy with what they had. They always had to have more. And then if they didn't get it, the, the second that they didn't get it, they got angry and they started murmuring. They started complaining and. And they went to Moses and Aaron, and they complained to them. But, but what they didn't know was, when Moses told them, he said, you know, who do you think I am? And you come complaining to me and, and blaming me for all this stuff. You're complaining to God and blaming God, too. So, you know, be very careful about what we think. But Lord, is Lord, you know... We have got to the point where that we, we won't, 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 won't. We need to get back to the, to the, to the point of where that we're, we're given. We're given more to God. We're given more to our brothers and sisters. We're given to our neighbors. We're, we're not hoarding up everything. We want everything of God. We want it, God to give it to us, but we don't want to, to share it then. And this is this. That's what it's all about. It's not only getting what you can from the Lord, but it's also given to others that are in need of what the Lord has given you. Whether it be finances, whether it be food, whether it be knowledge, whatever it may be, we need to pass it on. We don't need to hoard it up because there's going to be a coming. There's going to be a day one of these days. We're going to have to give an account. Children of God, we're going to have to give an account for every deed that we've done in this life, whether it's good or whether it's bad. So, you know, we, we need to, to look at the scales and find out if our good stuff outweighs our bad stuff. And, you know, if our, our good stuff is not outweighing our bad stuff, we, we need to, to do some checking in our life and find out what the, we need to do to get rid of the bad stuff and add more good stuff. And, you know, the good things, the, the, those things that we do that we don't brag about, those things that we do in secret, those things that we do that, very few people knows about because we don't want nobody to know about it. Those are the things that we're going to get the most rewards for. And, and you know, you know, he's talking about the um, Pharisees in the Bible and how that they they uh, disfigure their faces and and they they disfigure themselves and when they're fasting because they want people to know what they're doing. They want people to know that. That they are fasting, but the Lord says, you know, for us to do it in secret, not to tell nobody nothing. We, when we we get up, we wash our face, we we do our normal day just to, uh, as we always do, but we just we just don't eat, or we may not even drink nothing but water. That and we don't say nothing to nobody. We we may have to let our spouses know that we're not eating that day. Uh, and but just as in few words as you can to let them know that uh, you know uh, I'm I rather I'm not going to eat today and leave it at that and not go into the whole thing. And then we had the one Pharisee that was in the in the temple and he was praying his big long prayer about he was thankful that he wasn't like the other people and and all this and and then you had the one 
publican, publican or sinner over in the corner that he wouldn't even raise his head toward heaven and he smote on his chest and, and asked the Lord to forgive him. And the Lord said his prayer was worth uh, more than the other ones ever was. Very few words, but it was sincere and it was from the heart. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to give to others from the heart. He wants us to give to him from the heart. He wants us to be very sincere in everything that we do. And he wants us to do it with love. And he wants us to do it with secrecy. And he wants us to do it because we want to do it. And we want to bless him and uh, not ourselves. You know, we are... We are as a human nation, we are looking for our own gratitude and for people to brag on us and tell us how good they are. We are and all like that. But what we need to be doing is we need to be shining a light on the Lord and not on ourselves. Because I'm I'm nothing. I'm I'm no I'm nobody special. I'm just an old country boy that the Lord has saved and and cleansed me of my sins, and he's put me on the path of righteousness, and he has given me jobs to do. And I, I am doing those jobs. I love doing those jobs. And I love the the, uh, the benefits that uh, God has given me because of doing those jobs. But we need, we need, really need, I don't need them for, I don't do them because of any recognition or anything like that. All I'm asking God for is somebody to be helped in some way, whether it be drawn closer to him, uh, uh, put on the right path, give their heart and life to God, something. I want, well, I want somebody to get something out of this. I want somebody to get Jesus out of what I do. That's, that's, that's my payment. That's what, I, that's what I do this for. I don't do this for me because, you know, the Lord has blessed me in every, in, uh, every way to be thought of. Now then, I just want to be a blessing to someone else. I want to help someone else. And, you know, I, I can't do that sitting, sitting on the seat to do nothing and waiting on the Lord to come back. I can't do that. And, you know, we, we need to, to go out and we are, we are of the wor- in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. You know, we need to go out into the world and we need to tell the world about Jesus. We need to take Jesus out into the world where his light can shine so that the world might see him. You know, Jesus got made fun of and put down a lot of times because he was uh, having uh, meals with the publicans and the sinners. And instead of going in with with the Christians and the disciples and all those people, and and uh, the Lord let them know right real quick that He came here for those people. He came here for the publicans. He came here for the sinners. He came here for those that are in need and destitute. That's the ones that He came down here for. Those that are demon possessed and sick. He came down here for that. To let us know exactly how that we are supposed to live, and exactly how we are supposed and what we are supposed to be doing, and it was he didn't draw any attention to himself. And matter of fact, many times when he healed the sick and and uh, done all these different great and mighty works, he told the people, he said, "Go and tell nobody." In other words, he said, "I want you, I want you to go, go." And not say a word to nobody about 
me and and uh, and how I done this. Don't don't say a word. But what happened is the people left straightway from him and told everybody how that a man called Jesus had healed them, how the man called Jesus had touched them in some way. They wanted people to know about this man. And now, children of God, we are so ashamed of him that we can't even uh, say Merry Christmas because we think that it's, uh, it's going to offend somebody. Well, I tell you what, if the Word of God offends somebody, we need to be offending a whole lot more people because, Lord, I tell you what, this world's in a mess, and, and children of God, it's our fault. I don't care you. I don't care how you take it. You can get mad at me if you want to, but it's our fault. As children, as Christians, it's our fault because the world is in the shape that it's in because we have given up, we have quit, and we are waiting for the Lord to come back, and we could care less about anybody else. And we could care less about what goes on in this world. It's time we, get, it's time we, we seek out the old paths and we walk therein. Seek out those old paths, those times when, when uh, like I said, when people spent all night in prayer. When we went to church, you didn't know if you were going to get out in 30 minutes or 10 hours. You know, I, I went to church many a night, and it, it'd be way up in the morning before we ever leave there and going home. Had some wonderful times. People got healed. People, people's needs were being met. But we have we have given up. We have quit. We we are we are too prim and proper to be acting like that nowadays. I remember the women come in there and their hair all fixed up and everything, and and the Lord get a hold of them. They get to dancing in the spirit and and the bobby pins and uh, flying and the hair ribbons are flying all over the house. They didn't care about being dignified. They, they just wanted to serve the Lord and wanted to worship the Lord. But we have gotten away from that as, as children of God. We have gotten away from wanting to please Him and, and wanting Him to please us. Get back to the, seek out the old past and walk therein. I thank you all for listening, and I hope that you all got something out of this. And until next time, God bless you.